Hi, I'm Hallie Evelyn, and I am the host of Goddess of Crypto. Welcome back. I am first and foremost a transformational wealth coach. And while I mostly work with women, I have been so grateful over the years to get to work with hundreds of men and women both as they grew from their original journey and plan of the maximum amount of money that they thought that they could make, expanding and expanding their ideas until they were able to really call in the income and the wealth that they desire. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse, is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. And over that time, I've had a chance to really see some mindset differences. In fact, it's been pretty powerful to see how much mindset affects how much money you make. In my opinion, it's really everything. It's honestly, it's why I do what I do. Mindset affects absolutely everything. As I've moved into the crypto space, I really have started studying the mindset of investors versus, I'll say, the mindset of a trader. Somebody who is trading stocks or trading crypto on a daily basis or regularly and often, as opposed to somebody who is investing in something for the long term, what they call in crypto hodling or holding, because that's where it originally came from, from somebody making a mistake with the word hold, misspelling it online. So now they call it hodling when you hold long term. And there's a big difference in the mentality of what you see when somebody is in this for what's going to be like in 10 years or what's it going to be like in 20 years. I have a friend who and a former client who is a trader in the stock market, and he posted something on my Facebook page today where he said that the crypto market is going to crash. I thought that was interesting because... He knows a lot about stocks, certainly a lot more than I do about stocks. But it isn't really a question of a crash, like the car crash will total your car. And once your car is totaled, it has to be sent to the junkyard. You need a new car. But even the stock market crashes that we've had, the stock market crash in 1929, the internet stock market crash in 1998 and 99, the housing market crash and the stock market crash and the everything crash in 2008 and nine, those were recoverable, right? If you look over time, despite the fact that there have been drops, there also have been significant rises afterwards. In fact, what we've really seen over time is that the stock market has continued to go up and up and up. And even when a war is declared, war ends up being really good for the stock market. And the crypto market is no different. While I'm recording this video and podcast, 
I have watched just over the last couple of days, Bitcoin really break out and go through the roof. And Bitcoin is because it's the oldest cryptocurrency and because it's the one that kind of everybody sets the standard by, it's really the one that we talk about the most and that I see information about the most online. In fact, there is a theory that first Bitcoin goes up and then Ether, which is the Ethereum-based coin, goes up. And then they say altcoins, which are everything else, go up after that subsequently. So that's one of the theories. So everybody kind of measures everything against Bitcoin. And Bitcoin has been going up, up, up really fast. And Are there factors for that? Sure. They were able to get a lot of Bitcoin to Ukraine very, very quickly. That was what I'll call a use case for how different crypto could be to regular fiat or cash money when a crisis occurs, when you have to have that money very quickly. But even despite that new use case, there have been a lot of other things, a lot of inventions or innovations that have enabled crypto to rise. And in fact, Bitcoin has seen as high as a $69,000 price, that's its all-time high, as opposed to right now when it's hovering in the high 40s. But it's gone up like $8,000, which is about 20% in the last week. So it's been really fast. And as we see these ups and downs go very quickly, it's really interesting to watch people's feelings. Now, this is tracked on the stock market and on the crypto market by something called the, wait for it, fear and greed index, right? That's what we're looking at, the fear and greed index. And what is that? That is an indication of people's mindset. So this morning, the fear and greed index was at 60, greed. That means people are starting to accumulate. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, in fact, I think last week, the fear and index was in fear and the fear and greed index was in fear. And there is extreme fear, there's panic, there's euphoria. There are all kinds of phases to the fear and greed index. What I find fascinating about it though, is that it indicates Again, people's mindset and the price can be driven up through the roof or down through the floor based on what people believe is going to happen or what people are afraid of happening as opposed to the reaction of it did happen. It has happened. They're thinking, oh, it's going to happen. And that's what they're reacting to. In other words, they're reacting to their thoughts. They're reacting to their minds and what their minds believe is possible. And we see a lot of that right now in many, many areas. So when we have a chance to get to witness it over and over again on the daily inside of the stock market and inside the crypto market, I just kind of want to remind everybody that in order to have the mindset of an investor, You really need to pull yourself out of the fear and greed index completely. Long term, crypto is expected to do really, really well. And the one thing I know people talk about bank regulations and government regulations and all of that stuff, and it's coming because right now crypto is still the Wild West and that is going to change. And so when all that stuff happens and crypto has become its own thing, 
the real fear that we have about cryptocurrencies and in general, just that the whole online money market is if they turn off the lights, if we all lose power, in which case lots and lots of other things will have gone wrong first and will be ruined forever. But if the power were to go off, our money would disappear. And the truth is that unless you are keeping a safe at home with cash in it or gold or silver, and I know people who do, I have seen people's gold and silver in their safes. If you're that person, then you're going to still have tradable money if they turn off the lights. But otherwise, all of our cash, all of it, everything in every bank is all just ones and zeros. It's all data that's not physically in the bank. So when they say like, oh, crypto is so risky, like that's the big risk. And it is true of all of our money, not just cryptocurrency. So let's assume the comet does not hit the planet. Then what? Now it's just a matter of looking long-term and seeing what is possible. And just as it was kind of hard to see in 1994, 1996, what was really going to start to happen with the internet. And then after the internet stock market crashed in 1998 and 1999, and everything just went through the floor. People thought Amazon was going to go out of business. Apple almost went out of business. A lot of companies almost died that year. And yet those are some of the biggest companies that we have today with the biggest market caps and the biggest product lines and all of that. So when you look at those pieces, it's just a matter of seeing longer term than the fear and greed index, than the mindset of everyone is thinking. Now, I talked to somebody today online in one of my women in crypto groups that I like. I talked to somebody today in a women in crypto group that I belong to about a particular token or coin that I like. And I said, oh, long-term, it's so great because it has all of these projects behind it, because it has all of these amazing developers doing work on it. And she said, yes, but it hasn't moved in months. She's right. Okay, it's moved like 10%, but compared to cryptos that are moving 50% in a single day, Is she making herself rich off of it in a single day or a single week? She's not. And in my opinion, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the stuff that long-term is really going to have a lot of value. I love the idea of, hey, keep it simple, right? Let's buy low and sell high and let's wait. I haven't sold any crypto since I got into the market. I have been in acquisition mode. And to me, when they say, and this is another famous expression in crypto, they say, buy the dip. And buy the dip means when it goes down, you're purchasing. There's an old real estate expression that I am passionately fond of. There's blood on the streets by real estate. And recently I heard, even if it's your own blood, (laughs) and it can be scary, especially if you feel like you're bleeding to death in the streets. But the reason that they say that is that when something is in a, looks like it's especially bad, you can come in and really scoop it up. Now, when it comes to real estate, one of the tragedies of the tsunami 
that happened a few years ago was that a lot of the beachfront property was basically shacks that had been lived in for a very long time. And people had the rights of the owners being on that strip. And after the tsunami, all of those little shack properties were swept out to sea. And developers came in and picked up that real estate at practically nothing. And now, of course, they'll develop it and it will change the entire landscape of the shoreline. That's the kind of thing where there was blood on the streets or in the water and people actually bought real estate. What we see happening a lot in the stock market and in the crypto market is as the numbers go down, that's when people scoop in and start to buy up those stocks or those coins so that they are accumulating them at a lower price. And it takes a certain amount of mindset, a certain amount of nerve in order to make that happen. You have to be going in the opposite direction, like a salmon swimming upstream from almost everyone else. The truth is, though, that in this day and age of the internet being ubiquitous, of us having access instantly to all of the information as it comes out, everyone's opinion is going to be different. And the question is, what are your core goals? What are your core intentions? What are your long-term core goals? Because it's all fine and good to make a bunch of money overnight. If you're looking to grow wealth in the long term, Are you buying and selling and buying and selling and buying and selling on a daily basis? Probably not for a couple of reasons. One, short-term capital gains. And two, you're busy, right? You're running your life. So if that doesn't work for you, one way that you can get around that is by the simple method of what they call dollar cost averaging, DCA. And dollar cost averaging means you put it in when it's convenient for you. I buy Bitcoin every Friday. That's something that I have chosen to do. Gives me incredible peace of mind. I was buying Bitcoin every Friday at $30,000. Now I'm buying Bitcoin every Friday at almost $50,000. When Bitcoin's up over $100,000, I'll be buying Bitcoin every Friday. Why? Because in the long term, I believe that it's going to be worth a lot more than that. And that is my opinion based on my research. And I'm not asking you to listen to my opinion based on no research. I'm asking you to have the spark an idea in your head of what would I love? What would I love with my money? How would I love to invest? What would take away the fear and the doubt and the uncertainty? And what would cause my fear and greed index to be at calm? I don't think there's a column on the chart, but never mind, you get the idea. And once you decide what that is, then do your research. Do your research on your crypto, do your research on your stocks, do your research on whatever it is that you're thinking about doing. And know that when you do, you want to come in from a mindset of peace, from a mindset of calm, and from a mindset that does not include need especially in the crypto market. And look, I've gone all in, right? I got out of my stock position in order to get into my crypto position. 
Why did I do that? Because it was so important for me that I felt that I wanted to go all in. Do you want to go all in? Probably, eventually, but not right now because you haven't researched it yet. And so you can't take my word for it or anybody else's word for it. It's really important. And part of this is going to be because of your learning style. Part of this will be because of your risk style. If you're the kind of person who likes to take a big risk and go all in, hello, that's me, that's awesome. But if you're risk averse, that's the last thing you want to do because it's just going to make you feel uncomfortable. And money is attracted to money. Money is attracted to the flow of money. If you're holding on to something really tightly, if you're being greedy and miserly about it, sure, can you accumulate and hold on to it? But it's not as easy as if you create it with the flow of knowing that money is going out, money is coming back in and that you relax into that. So as you move into this new energy of money and feeling like it's possible for you to create wealth using the new cryptocurrency and decentralized finance platforms as a way to grow your wealth, you don't want to come at it from a place of, I need this, but rather from a place of this is added to me because I have the mindset of knowing that wealth belongs to me, that wealth is already mine. I hope that this episode of Goddess of Crypto has been valuable for you, and I hope that you will share it with all the women in your life. Please comment, please like, and please share this episode, and please subscribe to Goddess of Crypto as well. I'll have another great guest next week. I'm looking forward to seeing you then. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege. It's your right.